You're listening to the Inner Shift Podcast, wisdom teachings to inspire and awaken. I'm Emily Perry, and welcome to the show. Feeling stuck or uninspired? Head to emilyperryyoga.com and grab your free guidebook. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Inner Shift Podcast. I'm so glad you're here to join me today. Today's episode is all about five mindset shifts for clarity around what you want. I'm so glad you're here. Before we dive in, I want to just remind you of some upcoming events that I have happening and I'm really thrilled to be bringing you, you know, experiences that have been designed just for you. The first one's coming up this June. Join me June 15th through 17th, 2018 for Yoga as a Pathway to Purpose at 1440 Multiversity in California, USA. Together we'll dive into transformative experiences. I've designed them just for you. So custom yoga and mantra practices that will open you to the beauty of your path and anchor you in your deepest intention. These practices will ignite the necessary shift within you so that you can embody your fullest self. We'll nurture your growth in a supportive community in this inclusive, joyful, and immersive weekend workshop. So it's really a beautiful space. If you haven't been in 1440 Multiversity yet, it's new. It's here in Scotts Valley, California. It's beautiful redwoods. There's um, amazing pool. There's views. There's hiking. There's a labyrinth. There's just so many amazing things to experience. We'll also spend time together in vinyasa flow yoga practices, restorative and yin yoga practices. We'll explore some chanting and mantra and the power to um, create that inner shift with those practices. We'll also have discussion and journaling. And at the end of the weekend, you'll take home your personalized retreat guidebook that will support you on the path after we um, leave the retreat center. So I really hope you can join us. Head to emilyperryyoga.com slash 1440 to learn more. Today's episode is all about five mindset shifts that I use to help me get clear around what I want. And so these shifts can help you move towards clarity in your work, your relationships, and your inner life. I'm so glad you're here. And let's dive in. So I get this question a lot. How can I get there from here if I don't really know where there is? (laughs) Right? So... Once we know where we want to be going, in a general sense, it's a little bit easier to map out the path. But if we don't know where we're going, how do we map that out? And so these five shifts will help you create some more clarity or gain some more clarity around where the there might be for you right now in this moment. And so these five shifts are mindset shifts or new ways of looking at things. They are internal shifts that we can make that will often open up things for us. So we get a little bit um, more clarity and more um, more of a sense of peace around where we might be going. So the first one, the first shift is to look at obstacles as either distractions or growth edges. And so let's unpack that a little bit. When we look at obstacles, what we perceive as obstacles on our path, Sometimes um, they're just acting as distractions, right? They're distracting us from the work that we need to do. And we get so caught up in the obstacles and the distraction that it actually kind of bleeds energy from our life. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it's almost like they just become these energy leaks, all these obstacles. 
And sometimes getting caught up in the distractions, it means that um, some internal resistance is at play. So these obstacles or our our attachment to the obstacles or um, the way we're perceiving the obstacles, it's really like this internal resistance at play. Like we're, we're meeting up some edge of resistance within us. And so our work is to to work with the resistance. Like, why am I resisting this? What's going on here? Can I unpack it a little bit more? Can I go a little bit deeper? Like, why does this feel so difficult for me? And so if that is happening for you, work with that resistance. Maybe take an afternoon and really start to unpack it and think about, you know, why am I hitting this edge of resistance here? What's really behind it? What does this mean for me to be resisting what's happening? Sometimes distractions, these obstacles as distractions, are actually our intuition at play. So it's the opposite. It's actually something within us, our intuition, letting us know like, hey, this might not be the best choice, or it might not be the best fit. Or, you know, if I choose to go in this direction, then maybe I'm just repeating old patterns that I really aren't really serving my highest self, right? So distractions, these obstacles as distractions, they can be resistance, they can be also our intuition at play. So it's our work to sort of start to discern that. And taking an afternoon, going for a long walk, I find walking is really great for this kind of teasing apart some of this work, a nice quiet walk somewhere, um, or sitting on your meditation cushion and just sitting instead of just doing an open awareness meditation or a mantra, just sitting with what the obstacle is, allowing yourself to enter it and really dive in and see what's behind it. Sometimes these obstacles are growth edges. And so we're being asked to grow into our next self. So this happens quite a bit. We are pushing growth edges and we're butting up against the the wall of our old being we're butting up against our old container and so our work there is to soften into the edge and again take that time to sit with it and see is this me at my edge am I growing am I expanding into this next thing are the obstacles I'm meeting is this really me resisting my growth my transformation or my expansion into this next thing. So teasing that apart. So our first shift is to look at obstacles either as distractions or growth edges. Shift number two, being willing to let go of thoughts and habits that don't serve our best self. Being willing to let go of old thoughts and habits that cover our inner luminosity. So we often aren't really willing to let go of old habits because they're comfortable. And so this first shift, being willing to let go, is a shift of being willing to be uncomfortable, to be at your growth edge, (laughs) um, to change your lens of perception a little bit so that you clear the, the obstacles in the coverings of the heart so that people can see you for who you really are, right? So uncovering your inner luminosity. I hear a lot that um, from students and people I coach that 
They feel like people don't really see them for who they are. And that's where this piece comes into play. Because if we're not willing to do the work to be seen, it's hard for people to see us. Which means if it's hard for us to to show up in a way where we feel safe to be seen, then it's hard for people to really see us for who we really are. So part of our inner work is to get comfortable in who we are, to have our own inner resilience, but also to drop some of the layers, the habits, the, the coverings around our, our own self so that people can really see us and being willing to be seen in that way. Breath work is a great way to clear away the veil around um, the personality, the heart itself, they say, you know, it cleanses the mirror of the heart. I like to give the op- the the visual of an oil lamp and how in the old days when you would light the oil lamp, or maybe you still do this, but um, you'd have to clean the glass every night because the, the wick and the light, when it would burn the fuel, it would create soot on the glass. And so every night you have to clear the glass so that the next day the light would shine bright. And so breath work, yoga itself, but also pranayama, a breath work, will help us clear that glass, right? It's that daily cleaning that allows people to see us for who we really are and allows us to clear away these old habits that don't serve our work in the world. So thoughts, habits, energy, um, lethargy, self-sabotage, all these kind of things can be habitual patterns that that block us from doing the work. A great practice of breath work that helps clear away the way that we see ourselves, but then also the way that others see us is alternate nostril breathing. So Nadi Shodhana. So you might be familiar with this. And I'll talk you through it. You can take your left hand and you'll bring your middle two fingers to your third eye. So that space between the eyebrows. And then the thumb will go on the outer left nostril, right where the cartilage and the bone kind of come together. And then your ring finger and pinky finger will make another sort of finger together and they will rest on the right nostril where the cartilage and the bone meet. So you're going to be closing off each side of the, of the nose to clear the energy channels. And this is a really powerful breath practice. So we start actually by closing off the right side and then you exhale out the left. So you can try that just exhaling out the left side. And then you'll inhale just through the left side. You'll close the left and then exhale through the right side. You'll inhale through the right side, close the right side, exhale through the left. And you'll just repeat the same pattern, exhaling through the left, inhaling through the left, switching to the right and then doing the right side. The left side said to be more lunar, more grounding, and the right side said to be more solar, more uplifting. So this brings balance to the hemispheres of the brain, but it also literally is said to clear the energy channels of the body and clear away the old set around the, the heart itself. So let me know how that goes for you. So our second shift is being willing to let go of thoughts and habits that don't serve our best self. So our third shift is shifting into a commitment to take the next step. And so that's all it has to be is is taking the next step. So what's my next step here? Not worrying about 
uh, 15 steps ahead. But all we need to do and all we need to see is what's the next step, step here. And this is again where we come into this place of like, am I committed to my distractions or am I committed to to transformation? Am I committed to my obstacles, right? Or am I committed to making this happen, making uh, this relationship work, making this work, this vocation, this livelihood that I'm in, making that um, work better for me? So what are we really committed to? And so all we're doing here is making this one shift towards the next step. So committing to taking the next step forward. And from there, you can take the next step forward. And so the beauty of this too is that you're not lining yourself up with a five-year plan, but you're just looking at you know one step at a time. And it gives you also freedom to pivot if you need to pivot. So the next step might be like, oh, I thought I was going here, but actually I need to pivot this direction. It gives you that freedom, that... Um, that fluidity to go with the flow, but also showing that you're committed to, to making the transformation that you're looking for come into being. So our third shift is com- that commitment to taking the next step. So the fourth shift is shifting out of reactivity. And so you might have found yourself in this place where you feel like you're reactive to everything that's happening in the world. In fact, you're always reacting. And because you're always reacting, and you might even feel a little overwhelmed, you don't ever feel like you have the momentum or the energy to be the one that's initiating. So I like to visualize reactivity as almost like being like if you're in a pool you're almost leaning back and you're sort of, you're always kind of fighting off things coming towards you instead of being in a forward momentum swim, if that makes sense. So you're always reacting to what's coming at you instead of being the one that's initiating the action. And so the shift here to shift out of reactivity is to shift into curiosity dropping some of our commitments sometimes so that we're not always in this place of reactivity can help. If you feel overwhelmed because you have so much going on or you're so busy, maybe drop the language of being busy as a start, right? Because that actually creates its own momentum and its own energy of chaos. But also maybe changing things a little bit so you feel a little bit more a sense of spaciousness in your life. Procrastination often leads to this place of reactivity. It often leads us to this place where um, we're putting out fires all the time because we've put off, we've put it off, we've put it off, but we've put it off until we're down to the wire. And then all of a sudden, everything's an emergency. And you might have friends like this, like I've had a few friends like this where um, it's only under fire that they actually get stuff done. But what happens is, is everything is an emergency. And so after a while, people aren't really very helpful because everything's always an emergency. Um, And so that's not great for your nervous system either. Our nervous system needs a sense of spaciousness. It needs a sense of um, a, a time to integrate. And so if you find yourself in reactivity all the time, stepping out of that might mean, you know, um, just getting curious. Okay, what's happening right now? What's really happening in this overwhelm moment? Is it all in my mind? Or what's really, you know, what's happening now? What's look around me? Where where am I in space? 
what's the reality of the situation? And how can I step into that um, from a space of curiosity instead of reactivity? Another piece of this could be triggers. And so if, if you are being triggered because of certain situations or people or, you know, what's been happening in your life, just knowing, okay, this, I'm feeling triggered. Can I get curious about what's happening now? Not be reactive, but instead just be spacious and give myself a little breathing room before I, I take action. So this fourth shift would be, you know, stepping out of reactivity and into curiosity. So the fifth shift is cultivating the opposite. And so for, I find this can be really helpful when it comes to trying to get clarity, especially if I have or if I feel like there are a lot of excuses around what's going on. So sometimes, you know, we decide not to do things because we have excuses. And, you know, these obstacles on the path become our excuses not to do things. And what I like to do is sort of flip the script, cultivate the opposite and see, okay, what if, what if the opposite of this story that I'm telling right now was true? And sometimes that will help us get clear around what the heart of the situation is or really where we want to be going. It gives us clarity on, on the decision that we want to make, right? So you can take a situation and see, okay, what if the opposite of this moment was true? And maybe that will give you insight into the root of what's happening, give you some clarity. And then that clarity will help you make the decision or make that choice. So one of my favorite ways to get clarity in general is to, again, like I mentioned earlier, go for long walks or take time on a cushion or on a chair to just sit and meditate and think about what's happening and, and whatever that is I'm looking for inspiration around. And I use this cultivate the opposite a lot in this situation. So I feel into my body, okay, the situation as it is. And what does that feel like? Does it feel like a yes in my heart or a no? And then I'll flip the script and, and feel the opposite. So I'll, I'll come up whatever the op- with whatever the opposite is and I'll sit with that and see inside, does that feel like a yes or a no? Because sometimes there have been times for me where I've actually been kind of working towards something and trying to get clear on something. But the way it is now and also the opposite situation, they were both no's. And that kind of gave me clarity. Like, actually, this is not the, the direction I want to be going in. It's not my big yes. Um, that work, you know, that I thought I should be doing or which made the most sense to be doing because I was really good at it, it just, it still wasn't my big yes. I, there was a bigger yes out there for me. And so sometimes that's all it is. It's like, there's this bigger thing, might not look like a big thing to the rest of the world, but for yourself, it feels big. Um, that next thing, that's there's something else out there that actually really should be what you're doing. And I'm, you might not know what that is, but just knowing that, okay, this is a no, this is a no, that's actually really helpful on the path. So this fifth shift is cultivating the opposite. And 
um, really getting clear on um, what the opposite of the story could be, and maybe that rings more true. So there you have it, five mindset shifts for clarity around what you want. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear like the mindset shifts that you make to get clear. And a great place to do that would be over in our Facebook group. So we have a Facebook group called Living the Shift. And I'd love for you to join us over there as where we're having conversations about all this material and hanging out and connecting with like-minded souls. So you can head to emilyperryyoga.com slash livingtheshift and um, just ask to join. I'll ask you a couple questions and then we'll preview and um, we'll see you over there. You can also head over to emilyperryyoga.com slash podcast where you'll find all these podcast episodes listed. You'll find the show notes. And for this episode, you're welcome to also leave in the comments, you know, your, your shifts that you make to get clarity around what you want. I'd love to hear from you. And thank you so much for being here and for joining us here today. Be well. Namaste.